0: Blondes with glasses, they can't sing. Blondes with glasses, let's do this podcast thing. Hi, Shannon. (laughs) I hope this is working. I'm feeling a little nervous about the recording ability right now. Yeah, I think mine jo- I missed my hi Becca. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. There was a delay. Okay. Should we start again? Well, no, you now you've told the the listeners and they're they're now aware of uh that you did say hello to me. Okay. Well, I just want to say it's so much harder to record when we are an ocean apart. I yeah. don't think you should have left me. You should have <laughs> stayed with me forever. Although, I mean, I'll be back in the country in and- less than two weeks but still the point applies (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i'm so sorry i left you but uh i wanted to tell you about what i uh some things i did on the plane i would just wanted to talk to you about i saw you (laughs) stellar oh yeah and how was that i liked it Mm. I was surprised by how much I liked it and like I cried at, at one point and I was like <laughs> on the verge of tears a couple other times cuz you know it's I there's like something very tragic about you know someone going off and you don't age but the other person is aging and you don't see it yeah. yeah. And it was 3 hours long it was um and I was not mad about that because I guess I've gotten to this place with movies where I just love TV more. So mm-hmm. I just if it's gonna be, it's I it, it just a movie should be really long, you know, if I'm gonna bother <laughs> caring about them. I if you're gonna do like specul- speculative sci-fi like this was, and just like be like, okay, let's where you're in a completely different world. You're in this future where this is different, and you know this sort of thing. If you have to establish that don't make it some two-hour movie where you're sort of in the world and then you're gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Make it this huge production, which yeah. was visually amazing to watch. It was like, I was I was pretty into it. I mean, there were certainly a couple things that didn't work super great, but ultimately I kept thinking about it after I watched it, and I was, yeah, so I just I just kept thinking about it. So I had to tell you that I kept thinking yeah. about it. Oh, I'm glad that you liked it, because it, it's it been so long since I've seen it, because I guess I saw it in, what, November? October, maybe? Mm-hmm. And all I really remember from it was, like, the visuals, the soundtrack, which I really enjoyed, although not the overpowering bass that they had in the theater. And then I also loved random Matt Damon popping up in yeah, the, yeah. the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was so... unexpected. Well, it was weird, because there's, like, this... Robot, which you end up caring more about than most of the characters uh, yeah. in the movie, and his voice when I when it first when it first started his voice I thought, is that Matt Damon? That sounds like Matt Damon. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know he was in this movie, and then later he <laughs> shows up, and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> they should have picked a, a more a different a voice that was slightly different, you know. Than wait, sounded. he's not the voice of the. Robot. Though. No, but the voice that they chose for the robot. Oh right, okay. <laughs> so- it sounds like Matt Damon. Like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make it a woman, or make it you know someone with an accent, or someone who just doesn't Jim- sound like Matt Damon. <laughs> James, James Spader. Gonna have- yeah, if you have Dame, you're have Matt Damon, yeah. Uh, they should have picked really Benedict Cumberbatch and then altered his voice so much that you wouldn't have been able to recognize the <laughs> voice. That's yeah. the real answer. Yeah, because everyone loves that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I, let me tell you about my movie-going experience since you've been gone. I went back to see Fast and Furious again in theaters today. (laughs) Oh, my God. I took myself on a date, I bought popcorn, and then I subsequently cried into my popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I watched SNL where they had Wiz Khalifa was on and they performed that song from the oh. movie, and then I was like, "Oh my god, why don't I have this song?" So I immediately went and downloaded it. So now I have oh. that song, so I can, I'm so, so I can cry in my you. car. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad, and it's because it was like the 2 p.m. showing on a weekday and everything. So there were like maybe three other people in the theater, and I was all by myself in like one of the very front rows, and I just. Couldn't see anybody else, so it was just me and the people on the screen, and I was just I, like, I would <laughs> say borderline sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, it was sad. It, I'm sad just thinking about it. Oh yeah. my god. Well, well okay. To, <laughs> I feel like it makes me doubly sad because we saw we saw Avengers together yeah. in Ireland, and just thinking about how good Fast and Furious was. Mm -hmm. And how not great Avengers was. Yeah, it was... It is a letdown in comparison. It was just... Yeah. Gosh, oh yeah. It's sort of just a letdown in general. (laughs) Yeah, actually that's true. You don't even have to compare it to anything. It's just a letdown. (laughs) Yeah, it's just honestly skippable. (laughs) (laughs) I did read an article today that was like, well... They set up the next movie really well. Not the next, not the next one. That's Ant-Man or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> the next Avengers movie. Infinity War. Or Wars. Or Infinity War. Yeah. Um but... I guess they sort of did. But at the same time, if you didn't see that, I feel like you would still know about Infinity Stones. You know? Yeah. And you'd still it be is... like, oh, Thanos is a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's been pretty, like, ham-fisted, them drilling that point home. Like, these are important, everybody. Right, right.
1: I mean, it's just what
0: they say on Pop Culture Happy Hour, you know? Like, uh, everyone wants the cube or the sphere or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole movie is trying to get that. And that's why Captain America 2 was so good. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, gosh. Um, Did you see the email that the Marvel CEO was sending around? No. Oh, you'll you'll see it later when you go on <laughs> Tumblr. <laughs> okay, well, um, sorry, listeners, suck, suck an egg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was going to explain. It's, uh, oh. <laughs> it's part of the Sony hacks. They made a big database of all of the emails, and now it's, like, searchable, so people were searching through it for mm. things, and they found one that was, I believe, the CEO of Marvel sent to somebody. They don't know who, and they don't have a reply or anything, so they don't really know the context of it, but he's like, let me just give you three examples of female comic movies and how terrible they were and then he says supergirl from 1980 something and then catwoman and electra and he gives like the profits and everything and he's like so you're basically supposed to gather from that email that like these three movies have doomed female driven (sighs) movies for comic book franchises and then the article i read about that was like you're, the Girl movie came out 30 years before you sent this email. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that a 30-year-old movie has doomed future franchises. Right. And, and it was just uh, so yeah. sad. But anyway. Right. And the idea that it's just having a good movie <laughs> won't... Like, I remember when Pirates of the Caribbean came out. Oh. And... People ca- kept saying... I feel like this was almost the tagline for the movie was... It's been 30 years since a pirate movie. And they they always do terrible. So we were basically just like, <laughs> screw it. Let's just go crazy. And then they were like, well... And then it was crazy popular. And everyone kept talking about how... It's been 30 years since a pirate movie. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... Or like... Or since like a pirate movie did well or something. And the, it just... You just have to make a good movie, honestly. I just don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, God. I just. Yeah, I'm just disappointed. And I am. Ex- like, I'm not even at that point where I'm like, I'll just go read some fan fiction and that'll fix it. It's just like, I'm just in this sort of ennui stage of like, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Let me go back and imagine what could have been and everything, you know? Yeah. Oh, gosh. But I am excited because I gave you all of those comics to take home with you, and now you have at your disposal to read, like, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comic, which is proving to get better and better, and I love it, and I, I love it more than the TV show, and not the most, well, the most recent one had Scarlet Witch in it, but the second most recent one had um, Sue, Sue Storm, right? from the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and that was such a good one. I Just like, on its on its own, anybody could read that, and you'd just be like, yeah, I love this. This is great. It's such mm-hmm. a, it's a good little story, and they're always just, you know, it's what the TV show should be, in my opinion, which is each episode or each issue of this comic, it's some of the S.H.I.E.L.D. team from the TV show mm-hmm. and a superhero... And they they pick that superhero because they have this power that
1: mm-hmm. will help
0: them defeat this foe. And it's always, you know, quippy and whatever, but it's just, like, perfect. That's what I wanted from the show. And I know you can't have movie stars in the show every week, but that's what it should have been, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. But, anyway. um. And then you also have Thor. And, um, what else did I give you? Some other ones you gave me about 10 10 different series trade paperbacks and then you gave me a box full of comics so it's going to take me the next 10 years to get through them yeah oh well secret (laughs) avengers was also in there and I love that so god bless you (laughs) (laughs) thank you I don't even know if my sneeze will be heard
1: so it just sounds
0: like you're just randomly like god bless you (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's how I roll. <laughs> There's so much pollen here. I oh my god. It's just mm-hmm. I'm it's a good thing Julie isn't visiting me right now because she is like so allergic to oak pollen and it's just coating everything. Oh gross. It's just yeah. It's pretty crazy. But uh I just wanna make you jealous because I went to Target today. <laughs> oh no, how dare you? Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. Less than two weeks, and you can go to a Target. It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very exciting. Well, I got a uh, frequent buyer card today at Tolteca, which is where we got burritos and everything. And so now I have to buy five more before I leave in two weeks, (laughs) and I'll get a sixth one free. Oh, my God. (laughs) So just every other day, you have to go get a burrito. Yeah, or I guess you could also get a fajita. (laughs) <laughs> Which is what I had today. I had a fajita today, so I don't know. It just as I was eating it, I was trying to think if I could physically handle eating that many fajitas or burritos, and I was like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I feel sick thinking about it. Yeah, uh, that's awful. insane. Oh, a uh, follow up from whatever episode it was, or maybe it was real life, when you recommended that I watch iZombie. Yeah! I am now up to date with it, and I love it so much. Yay! It's, it's so good. Uh, and I feel like you scoffed and guffawed at my <laughs> recommendation. What does it sound like when somebody guffaws? Can you remind me? Uh um... <laughs> 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 you can't, because I people can't... don't guffaw. What is the sound of a guffaw? I feel like it's more like a facial expression. Mm. No, I think it's actually, it sounds like the word. I think it's like, guffaw. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like RuPaul. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we did, okay, update on recommendations. When I was there with you, we watched an entire season of RuPaul's Drag Lory. so we basically mainlined an entire i and i loved it spoiler alert i loved it <laughs> it is fantastic i just like well it's a lot to take in <laughs> it's a lot of it is it's a lot of a lot of lot happening and being thrown at you and you're basically being put into this culture that you don't have the vocabulary for <laughs> but by the mm-hmm. end of the season You've pretty much pieced it together. Honestly, if I didn't have you explaining what certain terminology meant, I I would just be, like, there's never a point where they were like, this is what fishy means. <laughs> right. I think there was, from what I remember, one time when they put up a little thing on the bottom of the screen, and they were like, this means this. And I have no idea what it was because it wasn't something super crucial. And it was only that one time. <laughs> And I think they, they know that their audience gets it eventually. Right. Or there's there's like a wiki page for all of the terms so you can look it up and right read all of the stuff. But I my recommendation for you at the end of this episode is going to be Drag Race. So be prepared. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I think you should go back and watch all of it. <laughs> okay, well, we'll talk more about that at the end then because... Okay. I, w- I think I will go back and watch more of it. Maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's... Very entertaining. It is. I love it so much. So, shall we get into uh, the main uh, topic? Sure. If you could call it that. Um, this was a, a listener suggestion. And anytime, pretty much, we say listener suggestion, we're talking about Zach. <laughs> Um <laughs> Hi Zach. Hey Zach. Thanks for basically being the third host for this show because <laughs> he sends us ideas and stuff like that all the time. Um but mm-hmm. this this was awesome basically. Oh, I need to pull up um the examples that he uh gave oh, us yes. to sort oh, of explain perfect. this. Um okay, here it is. Okay. Uh, so he he wants us to create shows uh, based on each other's lives. Um, we would describe who would play the other person. Oh, boy. Oh, and I didn't do that. I didn't do that.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I have
0: no idea who that would be. Uh, what kind of show it would be, describe the plot arc, and then... Oh, act out a scene from the pilot. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, wait. No, this is perfect because it'll be improv, and we both have to be in each other's shows. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Okay, and then the, the other person can't know anything about their show till the actual taping, so check. Don't forget the name of the show, The Most Important Thing. Like, <laughs> Shannon's show would be Almost Irish, a quirky new girl-type comedy about an American girl of Irish heritage who is disillusioned by American stereotypes of green beer and drunken brawls. Travels to the other to the motherland in order to find out what it really means to be Irish, <laughs> uh, and then for me it says your show would be called would be a political thriller <clears throat> called A Walk in the Park, where you're hired last minute to walk a dog the dog of a highly ranked political figure who may become a presidential candidate. All seems hunky dory on the surface, but the more you the more walks you take the dog on, the more things don't appear as they seem. Loosely based on a true story. <laughs> I love Zach's ideas for our shows. Yeah, I think they are both amazing. And if either one of us like vetoes whatever we've written for each other, I think that those two are both great backup right. options. Definitely. <laughs> uh, Zach, you are gifted. I'm so glad we have you yes. in our lives. <laughs> yes. This. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm very excited about this. I actually. I wrote. I wrote this down on on the plane over to you in Ireland, and then mm. I just, I guess I just forgot to write it on the list of topics, and so if it's not on that list, it's like, it's completely out of the running. Yeah. So we forgot to do it while we were in Ireland, but we got well, this Also, now. I might have at one point, like, permanent, no, not permanently, what's the word, uh, purposely forgotten to tell you about it because I remembered and I was like, Oh God, I'd have to write something. (laughs) I I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it. I didn't have time or whatever. So, and now I think today it just, it all spilled out because I missed you. And I was like, this is the show. (laughs) Just typing away and everything. Yeah. So also I do remember when you first presented this topic to me, I, uh, volunteered who I think should play me. I don't know if you remember who I said. Uh, I feel like it was someone middle-aged. It was. (laughs) So I'm gonna wait until after you describe my show, and then I'll tell you who is playing me and see if it fits. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So do you want me to go first? Is that what you're saying? It doesn't matter to me. Oh boy. We should, let's do a thummy war through the computer. (laughs) You wanna do rock, paper, scissors for it? Okay, ready? Okay paper scissors oh, shoot shoot, shoot. So uh, I got scissors scissors <laughs> I have rock okay ah. you go first oh no okay okay no, 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 no. you didn't know I what you were playing for <laughs> I didn't know that winning meant going first I thought okay I don't know anyway <laughs> well I guess as the winner you get to decide what winning means I will I will fall on that sword I will go first okay <laughs> okay so I sort of wrote mine out like a like the pitch as I if I were pitching the first right. couple episodes or whatever to the board of directors yeah of I think that's ABC. how I I think that's how I set mine up as well okay perfect <clears throat> the show the title of the show is called The Girl's Guardian oh which has an apostrophe in it so it's not a great title because <laughs> people will already be confused about where the apostrophe goes but go with me on it. <laughs> okay <laughs> <clears> okay <throat> In a little state called Maryland, there is one woman that will change the world. Well, maybe not the whole world, but she'll definitely change some lives. If only she can get up off the couch and change into some sensible clothes before she leaves her apartment. Meet Becca. (laughs) By day, she works for the U.S. Justice Department as a victim advocate. Her days are spent being a support for survivors of sexual assault in the military. She's part Olivia Benson and Olivia Pope, minus the murder. Part Clark of the Sky People and Clark Kent, because when she takes off her glasses, her life gets a little more interesting. (laughs) When (laughs) When she gets home from work and finally takes off her bow tie and glasses, Becca starts her second job as the girl's guardian. I know you might be thinking, oh no, not another vigilante, but don't worry, you couldn't be more wrong. The Girl's Guardian is a pseudonym Becca uses online at her website for women of all ages and walks of life to write in anonymously and ask for help. The Girl's Guardian is more than Ask Amy, though. Becca gets results. When a woman writes in asking for a new car so she can get to work, she'll find it parked outside her apartment the next morning. A little girl that gets on her family computer to ask for help with her math homework, a tutor will be waiting for her after school the next day. How does Becca manage to do it? Great question. Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> what? For as long, <laughs> for as long as Becca has been alive, she's had crazy dreams. And one day, she accidentally realized she can put her quote gift to good use. Flashback. <laughs> one day, a close friend confided in Becca about a stalker ex-boyfriend. And as Becca fell to sleep that night, she closed her eyes and said, I wish that guy would leave her alone. One crazy prophetic dream later and that wish was granted. The rest is history or herstory. Oh <laughs> Tune in to the first season to find out how Becca balances her gift with her nine to five job. What happens when a wish goes awry? How do people react when they find out what Becca can do? Are there people out there that will use their wishes for evil? What about the one wish that will never come true? Find out all the answers at 9, 8 central this summer on Animal Planet. Surprisingly human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say I completely love it. I have one issue with it. Okay. is that <laughs> it's in Maryland. I'm sorry. Okay, this is why. I said, okay, well, she has to be in D.C., but then I was like, but D.C. is so small. Her world needs to be so big so she can get all of these stories in. It's definitely going to run for at least five seasons, and you would just, I think, I don't know. You could do some stuff in D.C. But well, what's wrong with Virginia? Oh, maybe I meant Virginia. <laughs> I just wrote down Maryland. I, I think I was thinking about Pennsylvania and I wrote down Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because this is my thought process. I was like, I really want to set this in Pennsylvania because I love Pennsylvania, and it's a great setting for any TV show, but Becca doesn't live in Pennsylvania. She lives south of Pennsylvania. What's south of Pennsylvania? Maryland. <laughs> That's That was my thought process. I meant Virginia. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, I love it. Um, I didn't. Oh my god! I just I feel like mine. I thought I didn't. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> so literally should have gone first. Yeah, should've I should have gone, gone first because you wrote out a pitch like you. That was a like a scripted pitch. Mine is. I thought you just meant okay. Mine is just like a collection of <laughs> ideas about the show. I don't have a. I don't have a star of the show. I don't have the channel that it's on. Okay. But it does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> I really do love it. Okay. Are you ready for your show? I'm so ready. Okay. So your show is a fish out of water dramedy. Um, mm. So you are a Pennsylvania based radio DJ who moves to Ireland believing that she has a job lined up hosting a new show. But it turns out that the Apples guy in charge that uh, meant for her to run a high school radio slash AV club slash program. <laughs> so she plans on returning to her beloved cheesesteaks, but the kids are so sweet. <laughs> I don't forgot I wrote all this. And in they're in strict Catholic school. They can't express themselves, a la Sister Act too. I wrote this all <laughs> before we were brought to Ireland, by the way. So if, it sounded, if it's starting to sound redundant, with our sequels. (laughs) Anyway. um, Okay, so bonus, the young Irish drama teacher is super hot. So she sticks it out, and the kids teach her that she can make a home there. Uh, Let's see, her best friend is her flatmate she found online. Uh, And throughout the series, she's got friction with the establishment. She's missing home, the kids are bonding with her, she's got relationship drama. But basically, yeah, it's like you going into... Uh, this Catholic school in Dublin and teaching them how to be confident, confident and radio stars. I'm, I'm so excited because every time I see all the girls in their uniforms here walking down the street, which is every day always <laughs> because they all wear uniforms. The skirt length here is so much longer than in the U.S. <laughs> it's like shin level skirts, and I just walk by and I'm like, uh. <laughs> And yeah, so I would definitely bring some shake-ups to that school. Oh, for yeah. the title of this uh, show, I have two options. Okay. The first one, Rise and Shine, Dublin, which is what you would say <laughs> every morning on your radio show. That's how you'd start <laughs> yes. it out. Or, Wish You Were Here, H-E-A-R. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, it's up to right. you which one you prefer. <laughs> I think I, like, wish you were here. Yeah. Because. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> well, okay, the woman that I said should star as me, if you will remember. Yes. Is Kate Winslet. Oh, <laughs> right! <laughs> A woman who's, what, now in her 50s? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's because when I was in high school... There was a cover of Time Magazine that Kate Winslet was on, and my teacher came into school one day and was like, I was reading Time Magazine, and I thought you were on the cover. (laughs) He put it up up on the smart board, and I stood next to it. There's a picture on Facebook of this, me standing next to Kate Winslet, and people are being like, no, it doesn't look like you. (laughs) (laughs) So ever since then, I've always been like, I look like Kate Winslet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's excellent and I'm sure I can get her for this this uh mini series. I believe yeah. that your your show will be. Okay, mini series. Cool, yeah. I'm into that. Um yours I think would be starring Kate McKinnon. Oh Shannon so, yeah. right. oh. <laughs> oh, you just <laughs> got, got me right there. You just got <laughs> me right right in the heart. Oh my yeah, god. I knew it. That's knew the greatest it. thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Well, great. We've just created a bunch of new shows that people will just love. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I would watch both of them, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Well, Zach wanted us to act out scenes from them. That just seems... Oh, boy. I don't have... See, mine was just not specific enough. It was just a general idea for the show, so I don't know... Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Not to get the listeners' hopes up or anything, but yeah. it just seems like a a path that leads to embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did tell a cab driver in Dublin that I'm from Canada and yeah, then later proceeded to make up an entire backstory about how I worked for the rodeo, the Calgary Stampede. That was great. I wish we had been recording it. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> You had so much memory loss. Oh no, sorry. You had <laughs> wait, did you have memory loss? No, it was just that, brain damage. I lost my fear. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It changed my relationship to people and you Much know. like Letty Ortiz. Exactly. In Fast and Furious. Exactly. <laughs> just lose a part of yourself and just Correct. nothing's the same. You know, it's just like becoming a zombie. That's right. Oh god. I like that show a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh well thank you, Zach, for that yes. wonderful idea. Thank I'm sorry, you. we're too scared to act out scenes. Right, or we just don't have a specific enough vision to really give you a taste yeah. of it, but although I could definitely envision that one that he suggested for you with the dog walking Right like that, I see that
1: I mean that's, right now. that is
0: <laughs> so close to my life, like because yeah. I, I do walk dogs at, in these buildings for people who do vague government jobs that they can't tell me exactly what it is they do they just, they're just they saying mm. oh we're just here temporarily they're, they're paying for us to learn Mandarin and then we're moving elsewhere mm. and then there were four or five cop cars four or five days in a row outside their uh, apartment complex Oops. yeah Pentagon nice. City Police going around Pentagon you know crazy mm-hmm. dramatic dog walking sort of stuff so that's my life everyday Drama. Yeah. I <laughs> Drama. Surprisingly <Yeah>. human. <laughs> I just remembered how House of Cards started with the dog dying, and then I got a little sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. I think I just Remember blocked what? that out of my memory. Yeah. Well, you're welcome for bringing it back up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that reminds me. Nobody go see Eight Below. Go see. Like, it's in the theater. <laughs> Don't Don't see Eight Below, because uh... all the dogs die, and then... Years later, Paul Walker dies. Paul Walker dies, so... so. it's horribly sad. Yeah. It's just not, it's not worth it. I just remember as a kid being, like, traumatized and horrified that they Mm -hmm. would just... And they were like, true story, all these dogs died. (laughs) Like, why did you tell me this story? Yeah. So sad. But... Oh. I wanted to tell you about some magazines I bought. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, is uh, Taylor Swift on the cover? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, this is basically my recommendation for you, um, because I guess it could have been Interstellar, but you already seen that. But anyway, yeah. at the airport, you know, I had, like, €10 Euro left that I needed to, of mm. cash that I needed to spend. So I bought some very thick magazines and some candy bars. I bought Glamour UK and... British GQ, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever picked up a glamour magazine in my life. But this one was guest edited by Taylor Swift. I know that because I follow her on Instagram. Unlike you, I follow a her on Tumblr, fan. and so that's how I, I knew her it. Her and she crossposts <laughs> on Instagram all the time. I feel like I'm <laughs> yelling at you right now. I've never <laughs> yelled at a girl like this before. <laughs> oh, Tyra. <God. laughs> Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> <laughs> sorry I interrupted your recommendation. Uh, oh, please, please forgive me. me. I'm just trying to talk about Taylor Swift here. Anyway, but I'm, I'm talking about the whole magazine. So I decided, I was, you know, it's there's no more Sky Mall on the on the airplane, so I have to read something while we're taking off. So yeah, I don't just read the parts that Taylor put in there. I read from cover to cover. Glamour magazine. All right. And it was a delight. It was amazing. It was so feminist. Like, every single article was so feminist. It was like, uh, it was, it was like talking about sex on TV and like how it's, everyone is like saying how it's more empowering for women now and they're like, um, except not. And then they like mm-hmm. go, like they break it down and critically analyze it and then Taylor's Taylor's stories were amazing. She wrote these articles. She had this amazing interview in there. Like, the whole thing was feminist from start to finish. This Glamour mm. magazine, and I had no idea. And it was it was a, it was delightful. And then I read GQ, which is basically five pounds of, well. It costs five pounds, but it also weighs five pounds. (laughs) That joke only works in the UK. Yeah. You use pounds. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I had no idea how much it costs in euros. And so when I went to go pay for everything, she was like, it's 10 euros. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because this says special price one pound for the Glamour magazine. Honestly, I don't know Mm -hmm. how this all added up. Anyway. But the GQ magazine was basically five pounds of ads And the articles were terrible. And everything they recommended that you wear and get in your life cost billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And the men they profiled were uninteresting. Like, it was just... (laughs) I I, I read it for the ads. Because I was, like, getting fashion inspiration from the ads. And just seeing, like, oh, I wonder, like, what I would like to wear. And then go to Target to buy a cheaper version of that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But... Who would have thought that I would have loved Glamour Magazine so much, but I'm sure some of these articles, they must they must post the articles online on their website, but mm. there were some really good ones, and Taylor Swift, I mean, everything that she posted, it, every every, like, article she wrote or whatever was, here's, like, the ten women in my life that inspire me, like, here's ten women who are just starting off in their careers and I think are gonna be amazing. And you know, like all that stuff. It was just, it was just great. I really liked it. Hmm. So well, if I see a copy lying around, I will read it. Yeah, it's a special price of only one pound, which could be a thousand dollars. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm surprised they. It has a. Is it a sticker on it that says that? Because they usually have euro prices. No, it's like a fake sticker. It's like. On it, printed on it, yeah, Yeah. printed on it. Yet again, slighted by the Brits. Yeah, (laughs) thank you, England. (laughs) But also, your how did your mom's betting pool go for the royal baby? Oh well, she got part of it, right? She said she said it was going to be either Mary or Diana, and it ended up being Charlotte Elizabeth Diana. Elizabeth Diana. Yep. So. But I, everyone I everyone in Ireland, right, they were saying Charlotte. And I, I yeah. just sat there going, who the fuck is Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I, I don't know anything about... I don't know my royal history, so I don't know who the royal Charlotte in the past was. Yeah. And now I'm just envisioning drunk history, but only a royal edition? That would be great. What if she grows up and decides to go by Charlie? That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean... Uh, isn't there a niece in that family that has a name like that, sort of? Fergie. Mm. Yeah. Their aunt? No. I don't know. It's very complicated. I can never remember how they're all related. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, my recommendation for you, I came up with a joke and I didn't even do it at the beginning. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do it now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find it again because I don't want to get it wrong. Okay. So good. It's okay. so good. <laughs> uh, I'm laughing at it already. Great. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm really excited. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, it's not that good. I just am so excited. say oh it. Okay. Because I'm so proud that I finally came up with a joke. Okay. <clears throat> Becca... I have a uh, new idea for a company I'd like to pitch to you, sure, yeah, what is it? I want to start a wind turbine company, oh, but I think i'm gonna need your help because i need yeah I need your help oh what do you, what do you need my help with? Is that what I'm supposed to say, or how's it going or <laughs> ask how it's going how, how's that how's it going um so far, it's fantastic oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I have another one that's really bad too. I'm just gonna say it now. Okay, go okay, for ready? it. It fits with your glamour magazine. Oh, good recommendation. Okay, <clears throat> I have a new line of tween girl dresses that I want to sell. Oh yeah, how's that going? It's miserable. <laughs> 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 Jesus. <Jeez, laughs> Oh. Uh, oh boy Okay. Well let's just move ready? on from that. What's your recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, my recommendation for you is officially to watch RuPaul's Drag Race because <clears throat> uh I'm now I started watching it because of why did I start watching it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what came over me. Oh, I actually I do. A friend recommended it to me and I was like, I tried it once when it was on logo airing and I just was never into it, and I always thought it was kind of catty or whatever. And it is catty, Mm -hmm. but as you know, because I made you watch that season. Um, But it's also fantastic. And I recommend going back and watching from the beginning, even in the lost season, the first season. Mm -hmm. Um, But you could skip that one and just start it too. And I do think this season is worth watching as well. uh, Especially if you're watching Untucked, because I went back and I watched... Untucked for some of them, and there it makes it better because you find out more about the queen's personalities and everything. And I think I don't think there's another show like that where you get it's it is like two shows. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you get the the drag race show, but then you also have Untucked, and you get to see all this behind the scenes sort of stuff. And it's mm-hmm. it's just such a good show. And there are so many little in jokes that you can be a part of with me if you <laughs> watch all of it. Okay. Like, Back rolls, <laughs> right? <laughs> Knowing who Raja is and who all these people are that you were yes. always referencing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely watched the best season. Yeah. That that was the best season. Um, but I think it just it's great to watch all of them. So. Yeah. Well, I I I loved it. I mean, it was crazy and mm-hmm. insane and utterly delightful. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Project Runway and America's Next Top Model combined and then just add to that so much sass. Yeah, so and, much gay. <laughs> and shade and, and gender weird things mm-hmm. happening. And, like, you're just... It's so interesting just to see, like you were saying, I think, uh, just the performance of gender on stage. Yeah. And I think I was really thinking about that this week because the most recent episode was... Um, the queens had to do for their runway makeup. They did half man, half woman. Oh, and they had to do they had to do pairs dancing. So they were doing like tango together and stuff. And when you're watching them do the tango, every once in a while, when they spin, it'll look like there's two women dancing, or two men dancing, or a man and a woman dancing. <laughs> it's just it was so interesting. So, yeah, yeah. I I every if every everyone should just watch like one episode, and then you can walk away being like, oh. Gender is completely socially constructed, and yeah. it's just a performance. <laughs> it's just how, to what degree, do we decide to express it? You know, it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's secretly a fascinating show. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I hope it goes on forever. Yeah, uh, I uh, I started a. Oh, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about buying a baseball team. Oh. Which one slash How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's all right. It's uh, it's pretty hit or miss. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>